is Dr. Robin Axelrod. On my drive to work one morning, I thought, how could I promote unity between OT and OTA students? How could I foster communication and leadership skills and promote our amazing profession? Welcome to my OT Journey podcast. Welcome to the My OT Journey podcast. I am so excited to be back with you today. We took a short hiatus, but we are back. Before we start today, I wanted to just share some amazing, amazing resources with you. I'm talking about TrueLearn. Have you heard of TrueLearn? TrueLearn is an amazing resource for students. They have 1,500 plus practice questions. They have topics mapped out according to the MBCOT exam content. And there's a first-time pass guarantee. So you need to sign up today. Use code ROBIN. When signing up for an extra 20% off of their services. So, today I wanted to share with you why I took a brief hiatus from podcasting and share with you what my past couple of months have looked like as I transitioned from an assistant professor to an interim program director at LIU Brooklyn. So, it's been a very exciting and hectic couple of months, and I'm sure that. Some of you, if not all of you, are wondering, what exactly does a program director do, right? Uh, Many of you are in occupational therapy programs or have been in occupational therapy programs, and I'm sure you thought to yourself, what does a program director do on a daily basis? What does that entail? So I'm here to share that with you today based on my experiences, and again, I am still learning. It's a daily process. Um, learning new things every day, new systems every day, and new roles and responsibilities every day. So let's talk about the decision that I had to make, whether I wanted to become an interim program director or where I went, whether I wanted to stay where I was as an assistant professor in the program. So it was a really hard decision. I did a lot of thinking, um, a lot of reflection to sort of decide what I wanted to do at this point in my career. Um, I was very happy, excited, inspired by being an assistant professor and becoming a program director is a new area, a new area in academia that I had never thought about, that I had never anticipated for myself at this time, but yet something that was a challenge to me and something that was exciting and new. And um, as someone who likes new and exciting challenges, I was pulled to apply and to start as the interim program director um, at LIU. And it was a hard decision. It was not easy. Um, again, I think that I had spoken many times about the importance of having mentors, Uh, mentors when, you know, you are going through challenges, either clinical or personal challenges um, in the field. And the first thing I did was I reached out to two mentors. Um, The mentors really showed up for me, um, as they have done in the past, by asking the questions, getting the information, asking me what I was looking for at this point in my life and in my career, and really not telling me what to do, but guiding me, giving me information and um, helpful tips and tricks based on their own experiences in the field and in these situations. So I am super grateful for mentors that have been there for me through different changes and different 
questions or dilemmas that I may have had in my career, but definitely now in terms of deciding what I wanted to do at this point. And um, I took my time. I'm a very quick um, responder in the past. So when someone has given me something to think about or a challenge or a project to work on, I'm usually pretty quick to, to say yes. And I think that um, at this time, I really gave myself a little more time to say yes. I wanted to make sure that I was able to commit to this huge responsibility. I was excited for it and um, that I would really be able to show up and do my best in that position. And after making that decision, I was scared, right? Um, changing a position, switching roles, switching a, uh, you know, a job or a, a role or even, you know, from one job to a different job, um, different areas of practice is, is really scary, right? Um, you know where you're at and you know what the responsibilities are currently in your position, but then switching to something totally new, totally different is really scary. And I was really, really scared to take on that role, but excited as well. So it was like a combination of excitement and fear. And I had to overcome my fear. Um, I had to overcome my fear because I didn't want it to hold me back in terms of being the best program director that I could be for the students. And um, I jumped right in which meant learning new systems, new responsibilities. So being an assistant professor is totally different than being a program director. And I had been a fieldwork coordinator in the past. It's also totally different than being a fieldwork coordinator. There are many administrative tasks that have to be completed as a program director. Examples of this are workload, scheduling, ordering, hiring and firing, all of those things. HR. Um, and that has definitely been a challenge to learn. Um, another thing that has been really difficult and a challenge is sort of to learn of who I am, who I am in this new role, developing my own self-identity in this role, developing my identity for students, right? Students have known me in the past as being their professor and now I'm the program director and it's a little, it's a little different. So really getting used to that. Um, in addition, it's different in terms of my interaction with my colleagues. So instead of, you know, sitting in on faculty meetings and listening to somebody else give over the information, I am now responsible for discussing important topics, holding the faculty meetings and keeping faculty accountable. So that is different. And, um, that's something that I sort of have to work on and work on working on learning how to be the best leader that I can be. Because even though I've been in leadership roles before, this is a totally different leadership role. And what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do is trying to be patient with myself. So just as we all start new situations, you graduate and then you're in the field at your first job. I'm sort of giving myself some time, some self-compassion to sort of get situated and comfortable in this role, in this new position and what the responsibilities are. So being patient with myself. Um, and there are mistakes that I've made so far and hiccups in the road. And I am just allowing myself to have this time to learn, um, considering right now it's mid-September and I've only been in this position for two months so far. I'm sort of being light on myself in terms of my criticism, in terms of my self-talk, which is so important. And um, 
Another thing that I'm really focusing on is setting limitations for myself and boundaries, which has been super hard in the past. I've always responded to emails in the middle of the night and answered phone calls all the time. And I'm trying to prioritize what needs to get done. So I've been making to-do lists and I've been crossing things off. But if things do not get done every single day, I prioritize what needs to get done every day and what can wait till tomorrow or what needs to be done right now. What's a true emergency and what can be done tomorrow or the following day. So that is something that I'm working on right now, how to set boundaries, set limitations and sort of breathe into this new position that I've taken on. Um, it's not easy. It's a process. It's a professional development process, but a learning process and a time management process. But um, one thing that I want to share is that I'm going to look back at this and whether I decide that it is the path for me or not, I'm going to look back and I am going to think of this situation as a stepping stone, um, not as a failure, not as a success but as a stepping stone to the future. And I, you know, because of someone, because of my own fear of failure and my wanting not to fail, um, I'm, I'm sort of fearful of that. I'm fearful of failing. But with this mindset of using this, whether it be a positive or negative experience as a stepping stone and a learning experience, that is calming me into moving into the future and moving day to day and really um, progressing in my week and in my role as the program director. So I wanted to share that with everyone so that you know that it's not just students who have fear, fear of exams, fear of taking the board's exam, um, but also fear of their first job, seasoned professionals and educators have those same fears. And you're going to encounter those fears as you move through your career at different points. But really thinking about those opportunities as being stepping stones and learning opportunities for the future is, I think, the mindset that you really have to take. Because we fail. We are only human. And everybody fails at some point in their life, whether they be a new grad or a seasoned educator. And the point of that is just to get up from failing, um, to learn from your mistakes, to learn that this all happened for a reason and to use these experiences and this opportunity for future experiences or to help with future experiences and choices. So I just wanted to share that with everyone that this has been a super challenging time for me, um, but I am so grateful for being able to have this opportunity and um, to step into this role, see what it feels like, and then hopefully grow and develop as a leader in this role. So I wanted to share that with you. And our next couple of episodes are going to be really interesting and enlightening, and I hope that you will enjoy them. Again, this podcast is sponsored by TrueLearn. You can go to the TrueLearn website and you can use their materials with 20% off using the code ROBIN20, R-O-B-I-N 20. How amazing. I hope that you use TrueLearn as a resource while studying for the board's exam, and I wish you tons of luck. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you to the student contributors. If you liked it, please subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google. You can also follow us on social media. 
on Facebook at My OT Journey and on Instagram at My OT Journey Podcast. Thanks for listening. Go OT!